speak up the language of the Hebrew man. Loud and clear, the language of the Hebrew man. That's the sound of a video made for the 100th anniversary of the Hebrew school in Saskatoon's Agudas Israel Synagogue. Some of the school's Hebrew teachers made it a couple of years ago. The collage of photos and videos was set to the tune of the song The Language of the Hebrew Man by the famous Israeli singer Ehud Benai. The Hebrew school students have indeed been learning the language of the Hebrew man in preparation for a special event tonight. Friday evening, the Hebrew school is holding its graduation ceremony online because of COVID, of course. The three graduates and the rest of the students will take part in evening prayers to welcome the Sabbath. If it wasn't for COVID, they could have all been meeting in Agudas Israel's newly renovated synagogue building. The multi-million dollar legacy project just finished, but no one's been able to use the building because of the lockdown. When I saw the space in its completed form, I, I felt quite a bit of pride that we had given uh, a much more beautiful space to the next generation of Jews and new Jews in our community, really a, a place to come together. This is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Friday, May 28th, 2021. I'm Ellen Besner. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. You might have heard about Saskatoon's Jewish community in the news a couple of months ago, when just a few days before Passover, the local grocery store that normally brings in a shipment of Passover food hadn't received its order. It was the city's Jewish youth group, BBYO, that sent word out to other provinces for help, and the problem was eventually solved. The BBYO teens eventually will be among the Jewish community groups to find a home in the renovated synagogue once the COVID lockdown rules ease. The community of 100 families raised over $3 million, including by reaching out to people who've moved away from Saskatoon. Coming up, We'll hear from Matthew Tarras, a law student who hopes the new Jewish space will give Saskatoon the same sense of beauty that Jews in larger cities take for granted. But first, here's what's making news in Canada right now. The opposition party in the Yukon Territories introduced a motion in the legislature condemning anti-Semitism. Curry Dixon is the leader of the Yukon Party, which lost the recent election, his motion may not be passed before the government session ends on Monday, but his staff says they wanted to have it put on the record. Quebec's National Assembly also passed a motion this week condemning the recent surge of violence against Jewish people in the Montreal area. A Jewish MA for Darcy McGee writing, David Birnbaum, introduced the motion Wednesday, saying everyone has the right to protest, but that there's absolutely no place for violence, anti-Semitic acts or threats while exercising democratic debate. Matthew Tarras grew up in Calgary, so it was a bit of an adjustment when he moved to Saskatoon and started attending services at the aging building on McKinnon Avenue South, the historic conservative synagogue in town. Tarras is one of the few people who has actually seen the finished space, and it inspired him to write a column for the Synagogue Bulletin about how the space brings him hope for the community's future and the future of his own wife and son. He joins me now. All right, take us back to what the place looked like when you first saw it. Not the new place, but the original building. Um, it had uh, gym floors from its original use, which I, I had to assume was a gym. So basketball keys and the like. And the front end was uh, a sanctuary that had been converted um, into the space. And it was beautiful and had wood and everything, but it was uh, a small section of the building that was really fit for purpose. 
the bathrooms also were in need of, of some work. Not all of them were functional. And um, we have a Hebrew school in the basement and uh, also needed some work. So things were just starting to get very run down. What, what specifics uh, have they put in that, that people will see? Number one is uh, we, ha we have an elevator now uh, for people who are handicapped. Before we had a, a wheelchair lift, but it was in the back door. It was very inconvenient to get to. And, and so uh, not to say that it means people would never show up, but it was discouraging for people. And, and now it's a very welcoming space for them. All of the classrooms are completely modernized. All the bathroom facilities obviously work now. You mentioned in our talk previously that they're gender neutral in a sense, although they're largely private bathrooms, so anyone could use them. And uh, you'd have all the facilities you'd need. We have a new library. The gym floor and sanctuary have all been redone. Uh, previously, there was uh, a sort of a theater space that was used, and uh, it's been pulled uh, pulled down and re purposed for the large, uh, beautiful windows that uh, allow a lot of natural light to come in now. We also lowered the arc uh, and the bima. Um, originally, it was a raised bima, and uh, we felt uh, that a more modern approach was to have the rabbi more at the level of the congregation. And there's a lounge and a library that's welcome for anyone to come in and use. So there's quite a lot of, of um, space that's come in and been repurposed. We also have the offices for the rabbi and the staff and um, uh, a space for the BBYO children. But of course, in this day and age, what about uh, security issues? Your own synagogue was targeted uh, in recent years and had to deal with uh, anti-Semitic attacks. So how how is that playing a role in the re renovation? Uh, the biggest problems we've typically had are vandalism. And we have all the security systems that one would think you would need to prevent that, but uh, I don't think you can ever really prevent random attacks. What did it mean to you? You got to see a little bit of it, right? Even though because of COVID. So you wrote a bit about how emotionally that impacted you. I think it's difficult, especially for those of us who married someone who didn't grow up in Judaism and didn't grow up or is familiar with Judaism in the larger cities in Canada. Uh, in those cities, it's typical to have beautiful, large synagogue spaces akin to a, a large church or a cathedral, and that wouldn't be abnormal. And so when my wife uh, became more involved in the community and was learning more about Judaism, sometimes it's difficult to communicate to her or the other um, interested converts what Judaism really can look like in a more formal setting. And, you know, that it's it's a place where there's a lot of pride in the community and in the locations put in. So for us as well, you know, thinking about the children uh, that we have, and we have a lot of children in our community, we're a very young community in Saskatchewan in that sense, um, thinking about modernized facilities for the Hebrew school or the children playing during the high holidays uh, within the building space, it, it, it really makes one happy and uh, gives one a sense of pride in the community that may not have been absent before, but may have lacked a physical form. Uh, I think really now with the new building, people in Saskatchewan uh, who are Jewish can point to it and say, this is this beautiful thing that we've done for the new Jews uh, be they converts or our children, uh, and we leave it to them 
to build a, a more permanent culture. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. I'm Ellen Besner. If you have suggestions for the podcast, why don't you drop me a note? ebesner at thecjn.ca. And tell your friends to listen. We're on the CJN website every day and wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. We'll close now with a word from our colleagues at the CJN's podcast called Bonjour Chai, which you should also check out. I'm Avi. I'm Melissa. And I'm Ilana. And we are your Frozen Chosen. On this week's episode of Bonjour High, we dive into the rise of anti-Semitism right here in Canada and also the rise of, uh, of the left in the uh, Jewish community. So tune in to Bonjour High this week. 